everyone. Welcome to Sweet Insights. I'm Amy and this is Allie. Uh, today we're going to talk about confectionery conversations and the role of treats in our lives. Um, so in this episode, um, we're basically going to grab a cozy seat and invite you to join our chat. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, well, something near and dear to my heart because I love candy. Um, and maybe not so much Allie because Allie loves health and wellness, <laughs> but it is definitely near and dear to our hearts because we both love treats. Um, so we're definitely going to dig deep into the emotional wonders of candies and treats, exploring how they sprinkle a little bit of magic into our balanced lives. And I think before we do though, I just want to catch up with you and say, how are you? I'm good. I, uh, the dogs are, are, so I got a comfy seat to kind of go with our theme today. Um, so I'm not in the kitchen, which is kind of exciting. So for those of you who are watching on the Femme Network and can see me, if you're uh, listening to the podcast, then get yourself a comfy seat. My two dogs, now that I'm in the more comfy land, want to make an appearance. So this is Cody. She's my little monkey she, of trouble hiding behind me and Stella, my other Havanese is sitting on the floor in front of me and they both keep talking. So I don't know if you guys can hear them, but um, that is where the noises are coming from. Perfect. And I don't hear them right now. They're being really good and relaxed and chill because they're waiting to hear about all of the treats that we're going to talk about. Maybe I shouldn't say that word so much because I think that is, I think that's what's making them excited. This one like might actually be looking at the container where hers are. Um, cause that is probably a more trigger word for them than like going for a walk or something like that. They don't, that doesn't phase them. But if you use that T word, that can be problematic. Yeah. I, at our house, I mean, they know the word treat, but if we use the word cookie, um, like, because we always talk about the kids are like, can I have a cookie or whatever? So it ended up being the word we use for the dogs. And mm. so we'd say we're going to get a cookie. They're like right there in the pantry, nose in, ready to go. Yeah. Um, like I'm not- watching Stella and her, like you, cause you said the word again, mm-hmm. like her tail started to wag. <laughs> yeah. She's going to be very disappointed. <laughs> so without saying the word share with me, like, I'm just curious, like, I don't know what our plan is to talk about today, but I want to know what your favorite tea or candy is. Um, hmm. so owning a candy shop is hard because I have so many candies and when you're the one who owns the shop you do all the ordering so you bring in all the candy (laughs) so I pick everything so it's not like I'm going to someone else's candy store and there may be something I like there may be something I don't like like there is everything I like because I bring it in um and I don't always bring in I don't always bring in like just the I like of course like I bring in like hopefully what the majority likes too. But one of the things I love, and I'm, I am keep looking to the side because I have like candy sitting here ah. in, on my dining room table right yeah. now because I'm getting ready for, um, well, I guess this episode is going to air after Valentine's Day, but like we're pre-Valentine's Day right now. So I am staring at Valentine's arrangements. And one of my favorite things is nerd clusters. Are what? Like it's, nerd clusters they're like my new favorite thing are they like literally what they sound like like nerds like stuck together yeah so one second this is a problem there is a dog in the neighbor's backyard that is barking oh look at these valentine's beautiful bouquets 
So shameless self-promotion for anyone watching the Fem Network, like shameless self-promotion for the sweetest candy boutique, but these right here uh, that I'm showing on the screen on TV World are nerd clusters. So they're like a gummy with nerd stuff all around them. And they sent, they do them for different occasions. So nerd ropes that come at Christmas time, nerd ropes that came at Halloween, Easter, Valentine's, and then there's just your little normal everyday nerd ropes um, and nerd clusters like those. So those are my favorite things because I love nerds, but as an adult, I actually prefer like, I love gummy candy as well. So adding the two together is very nostalgic. That is fun. Yeah. What is your favorite candy or snack? <laughs> so I am not typically a sweet treat person. So I typically lean towards potato oh. chips just because I like the salt. But if I was to go for a candy, I feel like this ages me. But like wine gums to me are mm. like where it's at. Yeah. And so I really like to have wine gums. I, I, I like them a lot, but I also like all of Maynard's candies, like Swedish berries or fuzzy peaches or like the cherry blasters. I'm guilty of stealing some cherry blasters from Kenzie yesterday. I thought I bought them when we were in Ottawa. She claimed this morning that they were open and that she bought them with her own money and that how dare I do such a thing. And I said, I'm sorry. She's like, how many did you eat? I'm like, I had five. She's like, oh, she's like, I thought you had two. I can't believe you had five. That's how like candy is in our house, right? Like, so like, like when I eat a chocolate bar, like it must be the health coach in me. Like when I eat a chocolate bar, I typically only eat half a chocolate bar. Like I cut it in half. <laughs> like I'm such an odd duck. Yeah, um, not me. I eat the whole thing. <laughs> There is, which is why I'm not the health coach <laughs> and I'm not considering <laughs> like wellness advice. Um, but like, I get it. Like, so, it, and that's, you know, we're going to get into talking about balancing and maybe you need to teach me how to balance with my candy. But I mean, for example, like what I just showed you, like everything on that little Valentine's rainbow is pretty, um, it's pretty small. Like for people who are listening and can't, couldn't see the visual. So I have like a little box of nerds. I have some like fizzy candies, some chocolate sticks, like a big chocolate cherry, some Starburst conversation hearts, some love hearts, and like and some so, chocolate. So I'm going to, oh my gosh, like I, like <laughs> seriously, this is like, can you, like this one is standing here so that she can like see out. Like I'm like, is there a dog on someone's deck in the backyard? I don't understand what's going on. So sorry. Um, I didn't even think, because of course I'm not a big candy person, but like this bouquet that you just showed is like a gift that somebody would buy for someone else to give and you ship every, like I could order this online and then you would ship it. Yeah. So like what a fun amazing. gift. Yeah. It's, and this one's in a Starbucks cup, which is even more fun. Again, like some people can't really see what I was holding, but um, like, they're all like, as I was saying, they're all like individual type things. Like you could eat like a whole package of those, but there is a big bag of Haribo, like teddy bear like gummy bears so like that would be shareable so we we can talk about balancing that but yeah I if we we're talking about salty food I would eat popcorn like theater popcorn all day long like I don't care actually I'm not I'm not a popcorn snob I'll eat whatever popcorn but salt and vinegar on top and a little bit of butter and you've got me it's all good yeah. 
I love how I'm so distracted by this bouquet of candy. <laughs> I know. That, like, I just want to go on your website and like look at options and like, I'm like, oh, like, I'm like, I feel like that would be a cheerful thing to like ship to somebody or like, like not just for like Valentine's Day, but for like any reason. And yeah. like, and like, like some of the candy that you would carry is like nostalgia candy, I would imagine, right? Like, and it is. So like we get candy from all over the world. So this is like something like talking about treats from around. Um, I do bring in candy from like Japan and the UK and Mexico and like different places, Australia, um, just to name a few. Those are the more popular ones. Um, but yeah, so we bring it in. So I import it all and I do the arrangements. Um, sometimes you can just buy candy. You don't have to buy an arrangement. Um, and then I ship it out and we have shipped out to the United States. We've shipped out all across Canada. We ship internationally, but um, yeah, we do these little gift things and they range in price anywhere like from five to hundred dollars, depending on what people are looking for. And we can customize everything for people, but yeah, snacks are definitely near and dear to my heart, specifically candy. That's so fun. That's so fun. Um, So I'm so distracted by that because I'm just thinking of like all the people that it would be fun to send candy to. And how fun would it be to get candy from a health coach, right? Like, what a like, mismatch of things. It would be amazing. Um, so let's kind of talk about, um, you know, a little bit about, you know, where our attachment to, to you know, treats. Oh my gosh, stop, Doc. <laughs> like, we're not going to survive this episode because of you. No, um, this, this episode has gone to the dogs. It's the dog eat dog one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> This is where you say that it's an episode fail when you don't like lock up your dogs and put them somewhere else. I almost need to give them treats to make them stop. Oh, Oh. now you have them excited. Oh, hello. Okay. You were saying. I was saying something. Yeah. And I'm so easily distracted by the barking that I have, um, you know, lost my, my train of thought. So... When we, when we think of treats and we think of things that we want to have, you know, um, what do you think the attachment is to that? Like, where do you think, like, like when we decide that we want to have a treat, like how do, how do you think we make that decision? Well, I think for me, I have two ways of making the decision. Um, other than just being hungry, like that's just natural. People feel they're hungry and they feel they need to snack. Um, but for me, there's two things. So one, there's the nostalgicness of a candy um or treat so if if I see something and I'm like I feel a feeling when I see the treat because Mm -hmm. I used to my my grandmother used to take me to the candy store on the way home from gymnastics or something when I was little like or so I used to get salt and vinegar chips and some penny candies which are no longer even existent um they're like five cent to ten cent candies now um but I remember walking to the convenience store and like Or like when, like my parents were at baseball, you would go and you would just get like, like, could you imagine in this post vid world that like candy boxes of open candy were just sitting in the convenience stores? Like that would not happen now. No. And that's the thing. And like, so the same thing, like biking to the convenience store with my friends and like, we would buy, um, like the big thing then was salt and vinegar Ruffles chips before they ever came out again a second time when they had the thin ridges like the thin ripples but like these are nostalgic things and hostess chips like things from when we were younger 
Um, so that will make me feel like I need a treat because it's nostalgic and it gives me a good feeling when mm-hmm. I see it. Um, the other one is just like, I think, um, emotional on the, I think we talked about this before, but like if I'm sitting on the couch watching TV, I feel like I need a treat or a snack because I'm watching TV and that's when you're little, you have movie night or you have like, I say little, but we do this as adults. You created um, a habit. Yeah. You create a habit with it. So it's definitely something that, um, is going to make me want treats even more other than that. Like for me, it is, it's all very emotional. So it's nostalgic, nostalgicness, nostalgia, and, um, just creating that bad habit <laughs> of watching TV and eating popcorn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sometimes how we, you know, we change habits, right. Is we identify what are the habits and where do they come from? Right. Yeah. When we look at, um, like candy makes us feel good, right? Like, I don't know about you, but like, you know, the first time you go to the doctors and you get a needle, you know, as a child, like the doctor gives you a sucker and that makes yeah. you feel good. Right. And there's the serotonin, the dopamine, like the sciencey background of why that makes us feel good. Right. We're getting that sugar rush. Um, yeah. and it's just about, you know, managing that so that you're not reaching for another treat and another treat and another treat, because I think that treats are really important to have, like, you don't want to live this perfect life of health and wellness, and there's no room for treats, right? Um, I don't think that is attainable. And I don't know that it would make people overly happy. But it really comes down to, you know, what are your health and wellness goals? And what does that look like for you? Right. The choice that someone might make if they're diabetic versus someone who's not, you know, might be a different choice. Um, You know, someone who's trying to lose weight, someone who's not, you know, you know, how much are we consuming? How often those kind of things become super you know, important. And, you know, if you are over consuming, looking at, you know, how do I know it's time to have a treat? And, you know, are we also having treats in our lives that aren't related to food? Because, you know, as we talked about on our last episode, if you haven't watched, you know, make sure you go back and watch um, or listen. Um, But you talked about like having a bath, right? And so like that can be a treat, right? Like all of those things are also treats that are treats that aren't just candy. Well, absolutely. And I think part of it is too, is we have to make sure that uh, we're teaching our kids good practices too, because as a kid, I wasn't necessarily allowed to grab a whole bag of chips and go sit on the couch. I had to pour mine into a bowl, which as like an adult, maybe I should have followed suit with that practice, but I didn't because I would take a whole bag of chips to the couch with me and, you know, I could make better decisions. Um, So I have to jump in there because- So I am like a crazy person about putting chips in a bowl. And it's mainly because I don't like the sound of the bag. And so it's so funny because so even when, like when, when my kids have chips, we always put it in a bowl. And it's so funny because when we go to the beach, when we're at the trailer, if we take a bag of chips to the beach, I always bring bowls mainly because I don't want sand in the bag and I'm trying to prevent that. So last week, or I don't know if it was two weeks ago now, when Kenzie and I were in Ottawa, um, Oh my gosh. So we're in the hotel room and she goes to open a bag of chips and she's like, mom, we don't have any bowls. What are we going to do? And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. What do you think we should do? She's like, are we just going to eat out of the bag? And she was so excited. Like it was this thing she had like died to do her whole life. And it was like forbidden. And it was so cute. 
And we have our controversy in our house too. Um, so Mark likes to pour his, he doesn't like the sound of the bag crinkling and disturbing him while he's watching his show. Whereas I have no problem. It doesn't bother me. I bring the bag and I just sit and eat. Um, the only thing I don't like to eat out of the bag is the popcorn because I don't like getting like the butter and grease all over your hands when you're like dipping into a pop bag. Um, but like, yeah, we have that too. It's kind of 50-50 in our house. The kids usually know to pour themselves a bowl because they will um, get away with anything. And if we're talking about treats that they like, I mean, candy is definitely something kids like most kids do. Um, but my daughter will sit and eat a whole thing of blueberries or a whole thing of strawberries or a whole thing of raspberries. And so we have to remind them about balancing um, and saving some money when they go to dip into treats and snacks. The same way you wouldn't let them sit and eat a whole bag of chips. I'm not letting them sit and eat a whole thing of blueberries, although it's much better for them. I definitely need them to savor that treat or snack for another meal or like making lunches or something because they will devour it. Doesn't matter if it's dried fruit, frozen fruit, whatever it is, like we, we have to balance. So we try and like make them portion control their, their treats. Yeah, that makes sense. So I, I literally am uh, holding my dog for those of you that can't <laughs> see me um, solely to make her stop barking. But every once in a while, the other dog makes a growl noise and then this one starts barking again. So I'm now distracting her with my fingers. I literally feel like I have a baby and I'm like <laughs> trying to have a conversation with a baby present. Um, but she might be worse. Yeah, maybe a little, but it's fine. She's doing great. You're getting <laughs> your hands cleaned well. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So one of the things that I find is that, um, and it comes up a lot with my clients, is that um, that whole thing around like food and get-togethers. Right. I love get-togethers because I love food. So <laughs> to all my friends listening, I love when you come over and hang out. <laughs> what I love even more is that we eat food and we get snacks and treats. <sighs> Uh, I can't wait for one day to meet you in person and have food and treats together. (laughs) You know, and you can eat your chips in a bowl and I will take the the rest of the bowl. (laughs) I will eat all of it. Oh dear. Um, But no, so get togethers. That's another big thing. Like some people like to have drinks, like some wine or some, some little bevies and other people are more focused on the food. And I definitely am somebody who's focused on the food because like when we get together, I like dips. Like I, that's my treat. So, and of course, as, as cheesy and curvy as it can get, you know, that's going to be something I love. Um, but like that for me is another emotional thing. And whether it's just we're sitting there talking, like hanging out or watching TV or movies or something, um, if we're going to go hot tubbing, um, I like treats. So get togethers for me, like, cause we do, we all do it. We do it for baby showers. We do it for birthday parties. We do it for anniversaries and um you know date night even is usually centered around food many times so it's pretty it's pretty big here how about you guys is that what you do with get-togethers yeah so I love to host hosting is like my favorite thing and it's to the point now where like there are certain dips and stuff that I make that are like almost expected yeah um so um some are healthy some are cheesier than others Um, but yeah, there's, um, and so that can sometimes be problematic, right? Because if you're looking to, um, you know, change up some things health wise, you know, you don't want to feel isolated when 
you know, you feel like, you know, every time you get together with a friend, you're doing something like you're eating and there's always food and drink and all the things. And so um, sometimes we want to look at things about like, how can we incorporate get togethers that don't revolve around food? Because even holidays, right? Holidays are very food centered and, and all of those things. So what can we do to offset that? Um, I know like in the summer, um, an easy thing to do is to do, you know, walking with a friend. You know, you go walking with a friend and then you're not, you know, into the zone of eating and consuming and all of those things. Um, yeah. And and I do find that a lot of times like veggie dips, fruit dips, like those things tend to go fast. So like, you know, incorporating those when you do have events that that are food related, you know, making sure that you have the balance of having those options as well. Well, absolutely. And we always try and do like fruit trays and veggie trays and things like that, like to balance out the not so um, healthy snacks, but um, something like, I guess, when we have family down, like often we'll just, you know, if it's in the summer, we'll go swimming and the kids don't really need treats when we're out there doing that. Like every now and then we give them a popsicle, like usually I get the fruit bars, try and make them a bit healthier, but like there's ways like, or bring them out, like, like some water and some maybe grapes or something. Um, but like something that doesn't have to be candy because we're doing an outside activity. So we're getting away from the sugar, we're getting away from all the other chips and snacks like that. Um, I'd be lying if, if, if I didn't say we don't do those things sometimes, but we try to make that more healthy. So it's like you're doing an outdoor activity. So now we're having a healthy snack to go with it um or even just in the winter like building puzzles like I don't need a treat to build puzzles one my treats would get in the way mm -hmm. um, my puzzle because I'm very deep into the puzzle making um but like the kids and I will sit and do that I mean other people might find it a treat like we talked about relaxing and having a bath but like just to sit and read a book I mean you don't necessarily need to snack on chips and wine to read a book not that yeah. there's anything wrong with it if you do but you don't need to do that so well, one of the things I want to kind of tack on there, sorry to interrupt you. Um, I want to tack on there. One of the awesome things my sister-in-law does when we visit her is she always makes like little kebabs. So like those little wooden sticks and she puts fruit and cheese on it. And yeah. my kids absolutely love them. So now a lot of times when we have people over for a swim or something in the summer, the kids will be like, oh, can we make kebabs? So I don't even have to do it because they think it's so fun to do. So they'll go grab some fruit out of the fridge. They'll grab some cheese, slice it up. And then now they've made kebabs. And then they're that much more excited to share it because they're done swimming. They're like, oh, can we bring up the kebabs now? Yeah. And we do something similar. We do picky plates. Um, mm -hmm. And they've converted into not just like by the pool or outside or whatever snacks and lunch when their cousins come down, but like they make them for lunches at school because it's easy, it's quick. And every now and then we throw like a special little treat on or something, but usually it consists of some crackers some cheese some fruits some veggies, sometimes some meat, like just depending on what's in the fridge and what we need to get rid of. Um, trying to be as cost effective as possible, but other than that, like it's a great healthy snack and um, something that the kids ha have gone forward with, like as adults now, like I tell my friend moms, like I'm making a piggy plate for myself <laughs> because they're good and they're enjoyable and they're quick and easy. I think you and I, before we had uh, today's meeting, I was eating a piggy plate for my lunch, basically. <laughs> I love that you call them piggy plates. Like, I just love that. I'm going to embrace that in my life. I love it. And they're for, well, because we started with picky eaters and you can pick them with your hand so there's like a few different reasons for the name um but yeah they're they're just our picky plates and that's what we we make so 
everyone can take that and use it and call them whatever you want to call them, but they're delicious and fun and kids love it because they can choose kind of what they want to build this picky plate. I love it. I'm going to encourage our viewers to um, take a picture. I want everyone this week to make a picky plate. I want everyone to take a picture of it, it, it and tag us on Instagram. Our Instagram is sweet underscore uh, insights underscore. And so I will link that here. Um, we are coming to a close of our episode. Is there any last thoughts or anything that you want to share? Um, well, I guess like, again, I would say it's not all about treats. It's about understanding the magic that they bring to our lives and the emotions that you feel when you're having treats. Um, again, not another plug for the candy store, because again, we talked about so many healthy treats and things that we do. <laughs> Um, but I want people to like come back and listen to us next week and have more heartwarming conversations. We can talk about things our listeners want to hear. So not only, you know, show us a picture of your picky plates, but maybe like tell us if there's episodes or content and things that you guys would like us to talk about topics that are something you have questions about or anything that you'd love just to hear a discussion about from us uh, <laughs> to random uh, podcasters that you started listening to. Um, but yeah, anything that you guys want to share with us, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And our plan for next week's episode is bittersweet balance, managing life's ups and downs. And that almost could be an episode that we could talk about, uh, you know, more than once because as uh, busy uh, business owners and women, you know, we're, life is a juggling act. And so, you know, how do we find that balance and, and is balance possible? Um, so I look forward to talking about that with you next week, Amy, and um, to all our viewers sending lots of sweet love to you. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.